podcast is brought to you by CEW Plus at the University of Michigan in Ann Arbor as we work to serve our community during this unprecedented time of change. Resiliency is best demonstrated in times of challenges. Join CEW Plus Director Tiffany Mara as she talks to students, staff, faculty, and community members connected to the University of Michigan's Center for the Education of Women Plus in our podcast, Strength in the Midst of Change. Today's podcast features Janae Wright, who is pursuing an environmental studies degree as an undergraduate student in the College of Literature, Science, and the Arts. Janae is a 2020 recipient of the CEW AAUW Mary Elizabeth Bittman Memorial Scholarship, recognizing women and underserved students whose studies have been interrupted to complete degrees in their chosen fields. Janae, welcome to the Strength in the Midst of Change podcast. Can you please introduce yourself and tell me a bit about your educational focus and career goals? Yeah, hi, thanks. So I'm Janae Wright. I went back to school when I turned 29 to pursue my first degree. I had started out at Washtenaw Community College here in Ann Arbor and actually initially thought I would try to get a degree in technical communication. After living so many years without a degree, I thought I would just try to go to school quick and get a degree that was practical and that would ensure me a decent job in an office somewhere. Quickly along the way, I realized that this direction just wasn't for me. I had switched over to environmental studies. Before that, I took a step back and looked and tried to figure out what I truly cared about and my passions. And then that's when I switched to environmental studies, and I was lucky enough to transfer this fall, and I'm part of the LSA Pipe Program, a program in the environment. And currently, I'm majoring in conservation biology because I want to work towards making an impact in our community. I think ecology is really important, and a degree in conservation biology takes the environment and what we see as nature and resources And then it also considers the human aspects that really have a huge impact on our ecosystems and the areas we love to spend time in, which is especially apparent right now with the pandemic. We realize that these spaces are important and that we want to spend time in them. And specifically, I'm considering the many, many gorgeous parks here in Ann Arbor and nature areas, and I'd love to get a job maintaining and maybe even educating the public about the spaces here. And I think that understanding and improving nature in Michigan would strengthen my community and in some cases could influence surrounding areas to some scale. And if you're taking care of the environment and of these places, I think you're really also taking care of the community. Yeah, that's great. Was there a particular experience that drove you to really appreciate the environment? I think I just always have because I grew up in the country surrounded by fields in the area. And one of the things we did as kids was just run around outside and climb trees and play in the woods. I also grew up around a lot of farms. We didn't farm, but there was a lot of farms in the area. So there was a lot of cows and horses and animals that you could visit and pet and explore. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I remember the day of like just going out and playing in the park and, you know, it was free for all in nature with me and my friends, which is a whole different world than it is now. 
you know, when you look back over your accomplishments to date, what are three time points that you're really proud of? I guess they're all really recent considering the timeline of my life. If I reflect back, I guess, chronologically, the first thing I would say I'm really proud of is the decision two years ago that I made to go back to college. At the time, it was really daunting because I had been out of school for a very long time. I graduated in 2007 and had only taken a couple of semesters at local colleges around where I'm from. And I think that was definitely a turning point for me. And I used to tell myself, like, I didn't know what for sure I wanted to do and what degree to pursue. And so I'd go back to school when I did. And I also didn't want to have to, like, waste time and my energy and resources and money to try to get a degree and then not pursue it. Mm -hmm. So I guess that's something I told myself to not go back. But suddenly I looked and I was 29 and I had enough of where I was at, and I wanted to do something more. Yeah, I'm glad you made it to the university. Yeah, thanks, me too. So my second proud moment, I guess, is I graduated from Washtenaw Community College just this past spring with my associate's degree, and it's just a little baby step, but it made me a first-generation college student, so that's something I'm really proud of. And also my family and friends were really proud, too. And then it also led me to getting into U of M. So I was accepted to the university for this fall, and I was just flabbergasted when I got the letter. And I actually opened the email on WCC campus, and I had seen that I had an update on my application. And I just thought it was just someone letting me know that it was being viewed. And then I saw the little animated confetti that informed me that I was accepted, and I was really excited, and I honestly almost cried. Oh, I had no idea they sent out virtual confetti. That's awesome. Yeah, so that's great, especially since you were on the WCC campus when it all unfolded. What was your initial reaction when you found out that you were selected as an AAUW Mary Elizabeth Bittman Memorial Scholarship recipient? Initially, I was shocked, and that was quickly followed by excitement and gratitude because I had received an email in June telling me that I was just an alternate to receive a scholarship and that they needed to consider funding and gaps in my own funding for college. And let's be honest, those gaps were pretty intimidating for my own financial gaps. So I think with everything going on right now and with the pandemic, like a lot still needed to be figured out on campus. And then I was extra shocked because I received the notification that I was selected like two weeks before classes started as a scholarship recipient. The scholarship means a lot to me and is going to allow me to get a few steps closer to my goals here. And I really loved reading about Mary Elizabeth Bittman. And I agree with her perspective that I believe she said that an education is something that can never be taken away, which I think we all have to agree going to school that that's true. Now you had mentioned you're a first-generation graduate of WCC, and then eventually you'll be the first-generation, you know, four-year U of M graduate. What does that mean to your family? 
it means a lot. So I think that my parents are really proud of me, and I know that they've told people that I've gotten to U of M, and they said, wow, she must be really smart. But really, it's just you have to keep working and never give up what you think you're able to do. What are your hopes for the upcoming year? So I guess first off, I hope, you know, the world goes back to normal by then or as normal as it ever was before we had the quarantine. But I hope that I get the opportunity to start classes on campus. That way, you know, I can make those connections that are really important while you're studying at U of M. And it's really hard to make those same connections on the online classes, although there's ways, you know, that we can do it. It's just I feel like a lot more difficult than being there on the campus. And I hope that I can do a field study or an internship in the upcoming summer, and that way I can gain the experience I know will be necessary to get a field-related job in conservation biology. And I became part of the volunteer ecological burn crew for the city of Ann Arbor, mm-hmm. uh, the natural area of preservation, like right before the pandemic happened. But I wasn't actually able to do anything out in the field. So I hope that coming next year that I'll be able to take advantage of that training and make a difference in the parks here in Ann Arbor. Oh, that's pretty neat. Is that the program where they use fire very intentionally to burn fields so that they'll come back more naturally? Yep, yep. And they train you on that and why it's important and how it's different from other burning techniques. Yep. Given all that's currently going on, what is one thing you wish you could tell your peers? I guess I'd like to tell peers that our older students like me that pursuing their first degree, I want them to know that, yeah, it feels impossible, but I can do it. And if I could do it with all of my setbacks, I know they can do it too. And that we all belong here and and in other places of higher education. And I hope everyone hangs in there, especially those struggling with school and the quarantine. And this is all new. No, you're not alone. And at least for those of us just coming in, those students, we aren't alone in this strange new world. We have that time to acclimate to what it's like to go to the university. Now, this is a bonus question. What have you been doing for self-care? Would you have a self-care strategy that you use that might help others? I try to make sure to get outside at least once a day. I mean, it's easy to stay in all day, especially right now when you have a lot of schoolwork to do. But if they're able to go outside and try to soak in a little bit of sun, even if it is cold out, and, you know, relax and try to remember that the outside world exists. Seems very consistent with your degree and everything else you've said. Thank you for listening to CEW's podcast, Strength in the Midst of Change. To learn more about this episode or the services and virtual programming offered by CEW+, please visit cew.umich.edu.
Here at CEW Plus, we navigate circumstantial barriers by providing academic, financial, and professional support to help you reach your personal potential. Established to support women through higher education, we lift up women and all underserved communities at the University of Michigan and beyond. Through career and education counseling, funding, workshops, events, and a diverse, welcoming community, we exist to empower. We are CEW Plus, and we are here to help you reach your potential. The University of Michigan resides on the traditional territories of the three fires peoples, the Ojibwa, Odawa, and Potawatomi. 